Welcome back, lifers, to another episode of Life Points with Rhonda, the podcast that helps you navigate life's challenges with practical wisdom and actionable advice, where we discuss important topics that affect our everyday lives. Today, I'm speaking to the ladies, and ladies, our topic for today is Simon Hayud, a.k.a. Simon Leviev, the tale of a swindler. First, I'd like to say that I am not always privy to certain things going on in the world. You can find me mostly hanging out in the YouTube streets, as I find it more entertaining and less fear-centered than the actual media news. In fact, I have several creators that I follow because of their straight-no-nonsense approach at telling the stories, with genuine authenticity, with added humor, and direct commentary. Tonight, actually, I was lending support to my daughter via a phone call as she has been working on a project and needed my input. Why is this important? While listening and agreeing, won her project, and as a distraction to the silence inside my home, I turned on the television to see what was scrolling on Netflix, and going through the various titles, I happened upon the Tinder swindler and thought, okay, let me check it out. Ladies, after the first 10 minutes, I found myself having to ask my daughter to repeat several times a question or statement she had made while I casually glanced at my phone and the video she was working on. But what I also noticed is my agitation with the blonde woman on the television screen. So I started to share what I was seeing with my daughter as I initially thought, Rhonda, you are just set in your ways, so it may not completely register in my world. I don't want anyone to think that I have no sympathy for the victims, and I absolutely understand a woman when she is scorned. But come on. There were so many red flags in the first 10 minutes of the movie. You meet a man for coffee, and you're on a plane whisked away with another woman who you think is his child's mother. And all I could think of through the entire documentary was, okay, he lied a few times. The lies were so far-fetched. I mean, really, ladies. So, anyway, let's dive into it. And I will throw a line in at the end. The lesson is in being gullible. Now, ladies, I know that your time is valuable. So let's get started. Okay? The formative years. Leviev's early life in Ramat El-Shannon laid the groundwork for his future exploits. The son of the chief rabbi of El Al Airlines, his upbringing was steeped in religious tradition. However, Leviev was drawn to a different path. At 15, he moved to Brooklyn, New York, and soon showed signs of the deceptive behavior that would define his adult life. Early accusations of credit card misuse and minor cons set the stage for more significant criminal activities. The rise of a swindler. Leviev's criminal career escalated in his early 20s. Charged with theft, forgery, and fraud in Israel, he showed an early penchant for deceit. His methods were simple, yet effective, stealing checkbooks, forging checks, and escaping authorities with fake passports. His escape to Europe marked the beginning of a spree of more ambitious and heartless scams. The Tinder trap, using the dating app, Tinder, Leviev, now masquerading as the son of a diamond mogul, lured unsuspecting women with his charm and apparent wealth. He presented himself as a jet-setting entrepreneur, wooing women with extravagant dates and lavish gifts. But this facade was funded by money swindled from previous victims, a classic Ponzi scheme. The victims' stories. The true cost of Leviev's actions lay in the emotional and financial devastation of his victims. 
women across Europe were drawn into his web of lies, believing they had found love and companionship. Instead, they were left with broken hearts and crippling debts. Their stories shed light on the vulnerability and trust that Leviev exploited mercilessly. The Downfall Leviev's house of cards began to collapse in 2019 when he was apprehended by Interpol in Greece. His subsequent trial and conviction peeled back the layers of his deception, revealing the extent of his manipulation and fraud. Yet even in downfall, Leviev's story was marked by audacity and controversy, from his early release due to the pandemic to his continued denial of his crimes. The Aftermath and Reflections The aftermath of Leviev's actions offers a moment of reflection on the nature of trust, love, and vulnerability in the age of online dating. His victims, in reclaiming their lives, provide lessons in resilience and caution. Meanwhile, Leviev's continued notoriety, including his relationship with Israeli model Kate Conlon, paints a portrait of a man undeterred by societal norms and legal boundaries. The story of Simon Leviev is more than a tale of a con man. It's a reflection of our times. In a world where online personas can be as deceiving as they are real, Leviev's story serves as a reminder of the need for vigilance and the importance of listening to our instincts. It's a narrative that intertwines the complexities of human psychology with the perils of the digital age, leaving us to ponder the delicate balance between trust and caution. The Vaccine Deception Shimon Hayut's audacious acts knew no bounds. In a brazen display of deceit, he once again made headlines in late 2020. Amidst the global urgency of the COVID-19 pandemic, Hayut, known for his infamous Tinder swindler persona, exploited the chaos to his advantage. In an act that showcased his callous disregard for rules and ethics, he conned his way into receiving an early coronavirus vaccine. Hayut, leveraging his knack for deception, presented himself as a paramedic at a vaccination center in Israel. Despite the vaccine being reserved for medical workers, the elderly and at-risk groups, Hayut managed to bypass these criteria through impersonation. The news of his vaccination broke out when he brazenly posted a video on social media, leading to public outrage and a subsequent investigation by the health organization. This episode was a stark reminder of Hayut's manipulative nature. It wasn't just his disregard for the law that was alarming, but his blatant exploitation of a public health crisis for personal gain. His actions, while selfish, were a testament to his skill in manipulation and deceit. The illusion of power. In the aftermath of the vaccine scandal, Hayut's arrogance seemed to reach new heights. Confronted by the media, he unabashedly claimed to have played a role in bringing vaccines to the country, a statement with no basis in reality. His threats to sue the medical center and his declaration of being above waiting in line further illustrated his deluded sense of entitlement and power. Hayut's assertion that he could buy anyone or anything he wanted reflected a deeply ingrained belief in his ability to manipulate any situation to his advantage. This mindset, coupled with his history of fraudulent activities, painted the picture of a man who thrived on deceit and the thrill of the con. A pattern of evasion. Hayut's criminal activities were marked by a consistent pattern of evasion. After his release from an Israeli prison, where he served a fraction of his sentence due to pandemic-related measures, he continued to evade accountability. His past, filled with charges of theft, forgery, and fraud in multiple countries, highlighted a life dedicated to deception. 
his ability to flee to Europe, to escape charges, his impersonation as Simon Leviev, and his exploitation of Tinder to defraud women were all chapters in a long saga of cons. Each act was calculated and executed with precision, ensuring that Hayut remained one step ahead of the law. Unraveling the Enigma of Shimon Hayut The story of Shimon Hayut, the Tinder swindler, is a modern-day tale of deception, manipulation, and the abuse of trust. His life, marked by a series of audacious scams, serves as a cautionary tale about the dangers lurking in the digital age, from his early cons in Israel to his elaborate Tinder scams and vaccine deceit. Hayat's actions reflect the darker aspects of human nature. As we reflect on Hayat's story, it serves as a reminder to remain vigilant and discerning, especially in an era where digital personas can be as misleading as they are convincing. His narrative is not just about the crimes he committed, but also about the resilience of those he deceived and the ongoing battle between deceit and truth in our increasingly interconnected world. The Tinder Trap Unfolds In January 2018, Cecilia Fjellhoy, a 29-year-old Norwegian graduate student living in London, found herself navigating the familiar terrain of dating apps. Among the myriad profiles, one stood out, Simon Leviev, a man whose allure lay not just in his looks, but in the lifestyle he portrayed. He was the embodiment of success and luxury, a stark contrast to the typical profiles that populated these apps. Their romance was a whirlwind of opulence and charm. Leviev whisked Cecilia away on private jets to luxury hotels, enveloping her in a world far removed from her everyday life. His vulnerability, interspersed with displays of wealth and power, painted him as a man to be both adored and protected. Cecilia, swept up in this fairy tale, found herself deeply invested emotionally and, as it would turn out, financially, the web of deception. Leviev's narrative to Cecilia was that of a billionaire's son, constantly in danger due to his family's diamond business. His requests for financial assistance started small, but soon ballooned into significant sums. He convinced Cecilia to take out an American Express credit card, which he used extravagantly, racking up a quarter of a million dollars in expenses. The facade of a payslip from his company further enabled this spending spree all under the guise of protecting him from his so-called enemies. But Simon Leviev was a facade. In reality, he was Shimon Hayut, an Israeli fraudster whose deception knew no bounds. His operation was elaborate, complete with fake assistants and bodyguards, lending credibility to his fabricated world, a pattern of victims. As Cecilia's world crumbled with the realization of the con, Leviev had already moved on to another victim, Pernilla Siohom. The pattern was the same, a whirlwind romance, a tale of danger and vulnerability and financial exploitation. Pernilla, like Cecilia, was drawn into Laviev's intricate web of lies, finding herself emotionally and financially entangled. Hayut's modus operandi was consistent. He targeted successful, independent women, using their strength and compassion against them. His charm and apparent vulnerability masked a calculated and cold-hearted strategy to defraud and manipulate. The fall in limited justice. The net began to close on Hayut in November 2019. Thanks to the efforts of his victims, who bravely collaborated with the police, Hayut was finally apprehended. However, the aftermath was bittersweet. While he was imprisoned for 18 months, 
the charges did not include defrauding Cecilia, Pernilla, and the other women he had manipulated. They were left to grapple with the financial and emotional fallout of his actions. Hayut served only five months of his sentence, released early amidst the pandemic. His release was a harsh reminder of the limited justice served in their case. The women he deceived were left to rebuild their lives, burdened with debt and the scars of betrayal, reflections on the so-called Tinder Swindler. The story of the Tinder Swindler, as sensational as it is, echoes a timeless narrative of deceit and manipulation. Hyatt's ability to craft convincing online personas, his exploitation of emotional vulnerabilities, and his manipulation of trust highlight the dark underbelly of the digital age. For Cecilia, Pernilla, and the others, their journey was not just about financial loss, but about the emotional turmoil of being deceived at such a profound level. Their resilience in the face of this deceit serves as a testament to their strength and a warning about the dangers lurking in the virtual world of online dating. As we navigate our digital lives, the tale of the Tinder swindler serves as a reminder of the need for vigilance and the importance of listening to our instincts. It's a narrative that intertwines human psychology, technology, and the timeless dance of trust and betrayal. Now, ladies, there are so many different lessons we can learn from this tale of thievery and deception. He was a player who played a mean game. I read a great deal of comments where the community around the world has been divided, and so some of the comments were brutal more so to these three women who just literally should have known better, but all three seemed to be blinded by the sheer thought of thinking that their Prince Charming had arrived. With so many red flags, but not one of these women thought to take a step back and listen to their own intuition, which had to be screaming. And if not just double wow, the whole GoFundMe was just a bit much, and this is where I give my opinion, which I rarely do. He is accused of swindling over $10 million from various women, and it seems as though he used the exact same line to all of his victims. And to add insult to injury, this guy only spent five months behind bars for an unrelated crime. Literally after his release, he bossed right back up. While these women was left not only shamed, but heartbroken, and having to get the bag from Go Fund Me, what is wrong with this picture? The Mirage of a Modern Fairy Tale, a critical perspective on the Tinder Swindler saga. In an era where online dating has blurred the lines between reality and illusion, the story of Shaiman Hayut, infamously known as the Tinder Swindler, emerges as a cautionary tale. At its core, this saga encapsulates the vulnerability of the human heart, the seductive allure of a Cinderella story, and the harsh realities of gullibility in the digital age. As we dissect the narrative, it becomes evident that this is not just a story of a conman's deceit, but also a tale of individuals blinded by the shimmer of a mirage, desperately clinging to the possibilities of a fairy tale ending. The Illusion of Romance and Wealth Hayut's story is one of meticulous orchestration where he donned the mask of Simon Leviev, a wealthy, successful, and charming individual. To his victims, he presented a world of luxury and romance, a scenario so intoxicating that it clouded their judgment. The women he conned, including Cecilia Fjellhoy and Pernilla Schoholm, were swept up in the fantasy of a whirlwind romance. It was a narrative straight out of a modern fairy tale, replete with private jets, lavish gifts, and declarations of love. However, in their pursuit of this dream, they overlooked a fundamental adage. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. 
The gullibility factor. In examining the actions of Hayut's victims, one cannot help but question their gullibility. While it's easy to sympathize with their emotional plight, their willingness to overlook glaring red flags raises critical questions about personal responsibility and discernment in relationships. The decision to extend substantial financial support, often involving large sums of money and indebting themselves, was ultimately theirs. Hayut did not coerce them. He merely presented a facade that they chose to believe and invest in, both emotionally and financially. This aspect of the story highlights a potent blend of desire and naivety. The victims, blinded by the allure of a seemingly perfect partner, ignored the basic principles of caution and skepticism that are crucial in the realm of online dating. Their actions, though driven by emotion, underscore a certain recklessness, a surrender to the fantasy without due diligence. The role of the con man. Shimon Hayut's prowess as a con man cannot be understated. He was a master manipulator, skilled in the art of deception. His ability to weave a believable narrative, complete with fake assistants and bodyguards, is a testament to his cunning. Hayut exploited the fundamental human longing for love and connection, using it as a weapon to defraud and deceive. His actions were reprehensible, preying on the trust and vulnerability of his victims. However, it's crucial to recognize that while Hayut was the architect of the scam, the decisions to engage with him, to ignore the inconsistencies in his stories, and to provide financial support were made by the victims themselves. It was a dance of deceit and gullibility where both parties played their roles. The police and the question of crime. The response of law enforcement to Hayut's actions brings another dimension to this complex story. The fact that the police did not see his actions as criminally coercive points to a gray area in the legal interpretation of emotional manipulation and fraud. Hayut's actions, while morally bankrupt, operated within a realm where his victims voluntarily participated in the financial transactions. This aspect of the case highlights the challenges in defining and prosecuting emotional fraud, especially in scenarios where the line between victim and willing participant is blurred. The hard lessons learned. The Tinder swindler saga serves as a stark reminder of the perils of online dating and the importance of maintaining a critical eye. It underscores the need for individuals to protect themselves, not just emotionally, but also financially. The story of Hayut and his victims is a modern parable about the dangers of gullibility in the pursuit of love and the costly consequences of being blinded by the glitter of a fairy tale romance. In conclusion, while Hayut's deceitfulness and manipulative tactics are undeniable, the role of the women in enabling their own victimhood cannot be overlooked. Their story is a cautionary tale about the risks of surrendering to the allure of an illusion, a reminder that in the pursuit of love, one must always tread with caution and skepticism. Thank you for joining me today on Life Points with Rhonda. As we close this episode, remember, if it looks too good to be true, more than likely it could be. It is important to move forward with caution. Never trade your own morals and beliefs. For as Robin Leach would say, champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Like the three women of this tale, you may end up in serious debt chasing a false dollar. And just to think there are more women coming forward. In retrospect, I wonder how many signed up for his business class. Stay tuned for more discussions on building healthier relationships and leading a more fulfilling life. Until next time, take care of yourself 
And if it seems too good to be true, I repeat, it probably is. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a life-changing episode. Share the podcast with friends and family who might benefit from our discussions. And for even more exclusive content, be sure to check out our Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube channels. You can check out my podcast on nycpodcastnetwork.com as well as mediagirlnetwork.com. If you have any questions or comments about this episode, you can hit me up at lifepointswithronda or gmail.com. Also, would you like me to speak about a specific topic? Simply send me your suggestions also to lifepointswithronda or gmail.com. If I select your topic, not only will you receive a shout out, but some really cool prizes. And if you just have a simple question about love, life, and general relationships, hit up my Life Points assistant. I'll leave the link in the episode notes. Again, thank you for listening. And for those of you who want to stick around for the mindful meditation, I am eternally grateful. Just please be sure to be in a safe space. Mindfulness Meditation for Healing from Deception. Welcome to this mindfulness meditation session. This practice is dedicated to anyone who has experienced deception. If you've been misled, betrayed, or hurt by deceit, this meditation is a safe space for you to heal, find peace, and rebuild trust in yourself and the world around you. Finding a comfortable space. Begin by finding a quiet, comfortable place where you won't be disturbed. Sit or lie down in a position that feels relaxed yet alert. Gently close your eyes and take a moment to settle into your body. Grounding and centering. Let's start by grounding ourselves. Feel the weight of your body on the chair or floor. Notice the points of contact. Perhaps your feet on the ground, your back against the chair, or your head on the pillow. Take a deep breath in, hold it for a moment, and exhale slowly. With each breath, feel yourself becoming more relaxed and centered. Acknowledging the pain of deception. Now, Gently bring to mind the experience of deception. Recognize the feelings that arise. It could be hurt, anger, sadness, or confusion. Acknowledge these feelings without judgment. Understand that it's okay to feel this way. Breathe into these emotions, giving them space to exist. Cultivating compassion. As you continue to breathe, start to cultivate a sense of compassion towards yourself. You've been through a difficult experience, and it's important to treat yourself with kindness and understanding. Imagine sending warmth and love to the parts of you that feel hurt. With each breath, let compassion fill your being. Releasing and letting go. On your next exhale, imagine releasing some of the pain and burden you've been carrying. It doesn't have to be all at once. Just let go of a little bit of the hurt. Breathe in self-compassion. Breathe out pain and betrayal. Rebuilding trust. Begin to contemplate the idea of trust. Trust in yourself. Trust in others. Trust in the journey of life. While deception can shake our belief in trust, remind yourself that you have the strength and wisdom to discern truth. Breathe in trust. Breathe out doubt and fear. Affirmations for healing. Let's reinforce this healing journey with some affirmations. Repeat silently to yourself, I am worthy of trust and honesty. I release the pain of the past. I am strong, resilient, and open to healing. I trust my intuition and wisdom. Feel these affirmations resonating within you. 
building a foundation of strength and trust. Concluding the meditation. As we bring this meditation to a close, take a few more deep, mindful breaths. Gently wiggle your fingers and toes, bringing awareness back to your body. When you're ready, slowly open your eyes. Remember, healing from deception is a journey. Be patient and kind to yourself along the way. Again, thank you for listening. Take care and remember to always be well.